Hey, fuck my ass over here. Hey, buddy. Hey, welcome to another edition of Fourth Stringers. I'm very happy to be here. This is another impromptu podcast. I love it. That's what I love to do. I just have a bunch of shit that happens, and I guess I have to like journal it. And this is my journal. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, maybe I can help with my journey like i mean maybe i can help you guys with my journey like through expressing what happens in my journey i'm a fucking 28 year old about to be 29 year old um brown belt trying to make it in jujitsu going pro whatever the fuck that means what the fuck does pro mean in jujitsu anyway it's like you could dead ass just i don't know dm a fucking uh dm like a like a promotion and be like yo get me on i'm a brown belt and like they can't even verify that most of the time like they'll just be like all right cool oh you want to match what's your weight like what is pro does pro just mean you get paid to do it like you get like like i made ten dollars off this match i made a hundred dollars off this match am i a pro now does it mean i have a contract is it like yeah, am I like contractually obligated to compete for a promotion? That means I'm professional. I don't know, man. Does it, that means you could be like a fucking pro at blue belt? Like, uh, I don't know. Is that is that it? So far, what I think a pro at jujitsu is is um. Well, what I'm trying to do, I just need more notable wins and stuff like. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of up in the air. It's like ambiguous. Like what is a pro in jujitsu? What's a pro in anything? Like, I feel like a pro fighter is kind of clear. You fight a certain rule set, like, but I guess in pro submission grappling, it's the same. There's less rules. You don't have to like worry about, um, not using heel hooks or reaps and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, there's still the obvious rules. Like you can't fucking eye gouge or sometimes even the flying scissors are banned or whatever, but it's just weird. Like uh, the lines are so much clearer in other sports, I guess, but jujitsu is very weird. Jujitsu is so fucking weird. It's like you have all these people who are so amazing at jujitsu and like you're training alongside of them that's something like that that that's like how fourth stringers was born basically it was there was all these monsters like professional like what i would consider to be professional grapplers training and then there was like me and my friend sebastian <laughs> who was just like like we're not pros but we're here every fucking day and if anybody wants to come visit the room like they're gonna catch the smoke from us like if you can't get through us, there's no reason you should be fucking even thinking you could beat like Rao or Calistine or anything like that. Like it shouldn't even cross you. If you can't submit me five times in a round, like don't even think that like you have a chance against those guys, against like the real pros, you know, there, there's such a difference in level. Like that's why it's even hard to consider myself a pro. Cause like, I get fucked up. Like, I get fucked up in the room. Like, yesterday, fucking Jason, it felt like he broke me. Like, it seriously, like, I felt my spirit leave my body. And it's so great. Like, uh, you know, you get fucked up. And, like, afterwards, you're, like, the way 
you pick yourself up after and you're like, all right, it's okay. Like, I'm just going to try to get better and like, don't let that get to you. And like, who cares if he just fucking submitted you 10 times or like he fucking squeezed your, like you heard your back pop. Dude, I have this new thing that's happening to me now that when people do like a head and arm passing and they lock right under my spine, like I, I feel like I have like a slip disc or some shit because like the pain that I experience when they lock up their hands on my spine, I can't move and I get stunned like this. Like I just saw a fucking ghost. Oh no. Oh no, ghost. I heard there was a ghost in Africa that like if you're a guy and you sleep with your pants off that it comes and rapes you. And I'm not even joking. That's like a real thing. I I remember reading that when I was a kid. Oh no, it's the fucking gay African ghost. No. I'm not. Ah. Ah. That's how it would be. And my girl would be so tight. She would fight that ghost. I know her. She's a wild card. Only reason she's not here right now is because she's busy getting waxed and staying unvaxed, baby. All right. Thank you. Shout out my girl. Kristen Walsh. <laughs> um, hold on, I gotta check if this stupid video is still playing. My camera has a tendency to fucking stop recording like ten minutes in. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, training's been crazy. I got fucked up by Jay, and like I felt my soul leave my body. And meanwhile, the rounds before that, I, I felt great. I've been doing a lot of wrestling. I, I mean, whatever. If my opponent's listening to this, I really don't care. I have a bunch of opponents who I bet have listened to like my podcast. It's all love. Like you guys are just helping me get better. Like the shit I do talk. It's this is just the fucking podcast, dude. Like relax, you know. Like, but Manuel, you have too many last names, and I'm coming for you and i'm coming for you i don't like how every time i look at the poster and i'm like looking at my phone and it's a little far i see your fucking last name far fan or some shit and i think it says it's fabian like my mind just fills in fabian when i'm reading that and it gets me every fucking time and it gets me a little fucking matter every time i see that shit so i'm coming for you bro your name's too long and that fa is bothering me so, I mean, I'm really, I'm really, uh, focused. My, the weight's been coming off real easy. Um, at first it wasn't, at first I was scared. I was like, yo, like what the fuck is going on? Uh, am I an old man now? Like you hear about that. Like as you get older, it gets harder to cut weight and stuff like that. I mean, I feel like I haven't even done like a serious fucking weight cut. I just stop eating like a fucking pig and my body sort of shits everything out. And then like, I, uh, it's like, oh, oh, great. We feel normal now. Like, I don't feel bloated. Like, my stomach's not sticking out. I have abs. Like, I have abs. I definitely have abs. I definitely have the core strength to have, like, huge abs or whatever. But, like, I just eat so fucking much. I'm so bloated all the time. I'm always drinking water. Like, it's uh, it's a problem. And unless I get ready for competition, I need to have, like like in order for me to be consistently like hot like i need to fucking have like a fucking competition every two weeks to keep me on point and they all have to be 155 pounds 155 pounds maybe 145 i would love to do 145 if i could do that i would probably i would probably be like a really big 145 or just like running through people just fucking look at these pythons bro i would throw somebody 
I can't wait to try to throw somebody. But um, yeah, uh, I'm excited for this competition on Friday. Grappling Fury. I'm on a card with a bunch of other people. I don't know if I'm going to be on Fight TV or Fight Pass or whatever. That would be fucking lit. Like I've done a a bunch of uh, a bunch of like events or whatever and they'll be like oh this is going up on fight tv or whatever or fight pass and then like it's just my part isn't because like i'm on the undercard i'm not on the main card and like at this point now that i'm a brown belt like i need to get on some main card shits and i like saying it over here because like as soon as i turn off the podcast i get so fucking like i'm doubting myself and shit like that but like as i'm expressing it i know that i deserve to be like i deserve to be at a higher level like i i deserve the more recognition i think like i i deserve to have more spots and like uh bigger like like more main card spots you know like because I've been doing this a minute. I have a pretty good record. I don't know what it is, but I don't really get to, I I don't even remember the last time I got submitted in regulation. I really don't. Um maybe that's a bad thing though, you know? Cuz maybe it means that I don't um I don't like engage enough in competition. I don't know. Like I feel like I'm very aggressive, but maybe it's just that I haven't uh ran into a competition that has been able to do me like that like i'm trying though like it's not like i duck anybody it's not like i fucking pick and choose my matches or whatever i pretty much just accept i'm one of the i'm one of the um i feel like better competitors in that sense but i really feel bad for it now that i'm thinking about it i feel horrible this is my public apology to you enigma like Mike told me, well, Mike ended up signing up for it and, uh, I already signed up for the submission or the, the Sapatero, which I'm doing on the 24th. That shit's got a bunch of killers in it, but, um, uh, I just kind of ghosted Enigma again. I'm, I might have to do like, a, like I might have to hit him up right now and be like, I'm sorry for not responding. I love you. You're, you're doing great for the fucking culture, dude. So Enigma... I'm sorry for not responding. Give me a second. This is my this is my public apology. Yo, Enigma, I'm sorry for not responding. Uh, I heard Mike's going to be in the tournament. I don't know if I'm going to do it too since that's my teammate. There you go. My, uh, there you go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Chris, Mr. Papadelos, Mr. Papadakalopoulos. You're a good guy keep putting on like he's like 19 years old doing grappling shows like that's fucking sick you're doing the most for the culture and that's great like i need to start doing more shit for the culture like i used to teach kids that was pretty fun those kids are fucking crazy you need more than one instructor to teach kids by the way if you're gonna if here's quick life advice if you're like running a kids class or want to do a kids class you need more than one instructor because you need one guy teaching the actual technique and another guy with like a fucking stick keeping these kids in focus because this isn't a fucking tablet and everyone has like ADD now so these kids gotta these kids need to like stay focused if it isn't like a game if it doesn't involve like a dodgeball or something they're gonna be running all around trying to like do something I don't know but especially kids in New York I don't know how the kids are in other places they don't like maybe if you're in like 
maybe if you're in like more of a hood area like i kind of i was teaching in astoria and like it was like a a mixed bag of parents like some of them would be like yo i need you to fucking hit my kid and i'm like i'm not here to hit your kid if we're not sparring i'm not here to discipline your kid you know like i (laughs) like like this lady this spanish lady I had flashbacks, dude. This Spanish lady was like, yo, if my fucking kid doesn't listen, I need you to smack him upside the head. Dale, dale con la, dale con la mano. And the kid's like, oh, <laughs> my God. That kid was such an asshole, too. Oh, my God. He would never listen. And I couldn't. And I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to fucking shake a kid or some shit. Like, I would be like, yo, you got to go sit over there. Because you, you're not doing, like, I don't even want you in the class right now. Like, you're not doing anything to help. Like, I could slam. Would that be too harsh? Because I used to slam these kids, like, they like just with, like, words, not, like, seriously slam them. But I'd be like, yo, like, I really don't even want you to be a part of the class right now. Like, you, you, you need to go over there and, like, just you're not helping us in any way. Why, why are you here? And the kid's, like, trying to figure it out in his head. And like, it's like probably never been slammed that hard in his life with words. I'm sorry. I'm just mean. I'm a mean person. I try not to be. But yeah, um, where were we? I don't know. Uh, competing, grappling fury. Let's see who's on that card. That is a pretty cool card. Um, let me see. Grappling fury. Oh, Fury Grappling. I'm so Spanish for doing that. Like, you know how fucking... uh, Like, my mom, when she says shit in English, it's always backwards. Like, my mom and dad, whenever they say shit in English, it's always backwards because Spanish is like a backwards language. It's pretty funny. I can't think of any examples, though. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. All right, let's see some of these uh, matchups. We got Danielle Kelly versus Sofia Amarante. I don't know anything about Sofia. I've been elbowed in the face by Danielle Kelly before, so that's cool. That's all I know about her. Now she's good. She's she's got a good guard, great pace, uh, and that video of her like wrestling that one guy and like doing a fake shot, and then like uh, and then like a uh, go behind or whatever. That show was pretty sick. So, uh, and recently she kind of like I think she knee barred somebody. That's like her move. She just be knee barring everybody. Did that a bunch at ADCC trials too. I've seen you, dog. I've seen you on the scene. Keep it up. You're doing great for the culture. Uh, Sophia, she's out of fight sports. What is she? She's a black belch. She a black belch. I'm so jealous of the people who fucking live and do jujitsu, like in a place where you could go to the beach all the time. Like, I don't know if that would be good for me or bad for me, but I feel like just being on the beach i would be like sweating i get vitamin d and like just chilling there instead of just like sitting at home or whatever and um i don't know that would that would have been fucking sick but i think it's better to live out here in new york where there's not so much like leisure shit to do like that like i don't know there there is a lot of shit to do in new york but like this is a place where you can really hunker down and like chase dreams like that like jujitsu and shit like very niche dreams with a a lot of other people like a lot of like-minded people because of how many people live in new york city like there's definitely the odds are you definitely have somebody else who's do who's chasing 
like some version of the same dream you have, you know? So that's why I like living over here. Like, I, I, I don't know if I was in fucking Cali or Florida, I would probably be like a much different grappler. I don't know if it, it would be as, uh, I would be as consistent or focused. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but I feel like if I move there now, I would definitely be as consistent because I know the hard work it takes to actually be like one of the best in the world. Like there's, you know, it's crazy. Like some people just haven't seen the work ethic it takes to become like that high level and they just don't understand that it's humanly possible like it's so humanly possible to train two times a day it's so humanly possible to do that especially if you're fueled right you're getting all the rest and stuff you need like your body can do amazing things so like but then there's like just how you're training and and uh, the way you're using your training time like until you see somebody who's at like the highest level doing it it's like hard to imagine to even begin to know what to do to reach that level like it's easy for me to see to look around me and see oh this is what i need to do in order to reach this level because my boys are at that level my boys are at the level that i want to be at but i like you know obviously i want to get to a bigger like a higher level than that but I'm not at like I'm at a level where I need to keep learning from them in order to ascend. Like we stand on the shoulders of giants. So I'm I'm trying and it's it's cool to see like the work ethic it takes and I've been doing it for like a couple of years now I'd say consistently and I definitely see the results. Um I wish there was something we could do more mentally to take care of our team because I feel like our team has a very like across the board it's like psychologically we all need help like not not in a way like, oh we're crazy like no like we need like some sort of sports psychologist to come in and like just tell us it's i don't know just help with the anxiety and and all that stuff i feel like a lot of us suffer from that and like it's crazy to see it in your boys who you believe in so much. Like, uh, for example, like Calistine, like I see that guy as like a fucking world beater, you know, like I, I see him, I feel like he can take on the world very easily. He's not like, he's not anyone. He, he, he's somebody that shouldn't be afraid of anybody. Right. But like, you know, sometimes like you see it on his Instagram posts like are his Instagram stories. I'm not saying anything that hasn't, that he hasn't already said, you know, like uh, if I was doing this podcast, whether I knew him or not personally, this is stuff that he said in public where he's just like putting himself down or something like that, or like claiming to have retired. But like, it's all because he's like in his own head. And that's one of the best in the world. Like hands down without, without question, he's one of the best in the world in this sport that we do in jujitsu like there's so many 145ers 135ers or whatever the fuck i think he's one of the best in the world at that weight class without question and i would put money on that and it's so clear through his instruction and stuff like that but it's just shocking to see like even at that level even with that level of technique and consistency you have those demons like biting at you, like telling you you're not good enough and like trying to keep you from even trying your goals.
And then while you're trying them, they're trying to like tell you you're not good enough. You don't belong there. But like the louder you let them get, the more it'll fuck with you. I guess. I don't know. That's why we need the sports psychologist, bro. I'm not. I mean, like, from my experience, I still get those voices in my head. But then there's, like, times where I swear to God I feel fucking invincible. And, like, I get chills thinking about that. Because, like, reaching that moment, reaching that, like, oh, my God, reaching that, it makes it all so worth it. I wish everybody could experience that like a like like such a win like a win dude like your most important win whether it's in life or I, I don't know it's like like the relief that comes afterwards I guess I guess like a win even if it's a loss too like there's such a relief that comes afterwards because of the anxiety of the build up to it that's so crazy. I guess maybe it's not even the win. It's like just being done with <laughs> being done with the anxiety. Like if you could see me right now, like my hand is just, I'm just like fiddling around with it because I'm getting so anxious about this match and like competitions and stuff like that. But I mean, as I'm verbalizing this, it just makes sense. Like, yo, I'm just worried about the I'm I'm it's the buildup that's fucking with me. The actual like grappling and stuff like that, I'm fine. Once I get out there, I'm like mechanical, you know. Like it's just grappling. I've grappled. I've had hundreds of matches, thousands of matches, like in the gym. Like I've definitely competed more than a hundred times. Well, had more than a hundred matches, I think. So, what am I fucking worried about? Like I get to roll with some of the best in the world consistently like i shouldn't i shouldn't be worried but you know that's everybody so if you're a competitor i hope you feel me on that <laughs> and then now especially this is my first brown belt super fight what the fuck what the fuck a brown belt super fight like i've gone up against black belts but like here we go can't wait this is probably going to open the door to a lot more um a lot more matches and a lot more um, opportunities, maybe some sponsors and stuff like that. I can't wait. Uh, this is going to be big for me. Every fucking match is big for me. Everything is big for me. <laughs> I care so much about this shit. I can't wait. And then I get to compete in front of my girl again. Dude, competing in front of my girl is such a fucking mind fuck. It's like I did uh, finishers in front of her. And I did, I did finishers in front of her and I did a Sogi in front. I did a, a match at Sogi. Oh yeah, yeah. I did a match at Sogi against the, the guy who made Enigma, um, the Enigma thing, uh, Enigma Jiu-Jitsu. Um, so just competing in front of her, like, first of all, it helps with the anxiety before it, like, especially when you're like next up or whatever like it's good like me and her just kind of dance and that's kind of good to like warm up and just get my vibes right like if i'm enjoying myself if i'm having fun like that's good that's a good thing like ah like that's what i feel like on the inside when i'm grappling i'm like ah, ah!
<laughs> tap, 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 tap. <laughs> no, I'm just like, oh, I can't believe I did that. Oh my God, this worked once. I'm going to try it again. Eight more times. Like that's what's going through my head when I'm, when I'm grappling. But like with her, like, especially like if I'm tired in a moment, like in a moment, like there's so many moments to rest in jujitsu, like, especially if you know how to like control the pace and stuff. But when I'm tired and I look over and I see my girl looking at me and she's like really into the match, I'm like, I got to do something cool right now. <laughs> I got to do something like she wants to see me wrestle. I got to wrestle like see <laughs> Like I gotta make this shit excited, exciting. I I competed in front of her at the good fight too. Oh, damn, I've competed in front of her three times already, three fucking times, and I've smoked everyone every single fucking time, dude. And it's just crazy. I do get a boost from looking at her, but like being on the other side of that. Imagine being the guy who loses in front of his girlfriend. Oh, that's gonna suck, dude. It's coming for me. It's coming. It comes for everybody. You know, that's just the name of the game. Losses are what make you better. But like, oh, that's gonna suck. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna have to do like the men in black thing to her, where it erases the memory. Like, <laughs> put on the special shades and just fucking erase her memory. Fuck that. I really would hate to lose in front of her. But yeah, I understand. It's the name of the game. Whatever. Uh, anyway, speaking of uh, professional grappling and stuff like that, we had actually the number one no-gi grappler come visit us um, yesterday. It was fucking cool. Gordon Ryan came in like out of nowhere. I think he was like doing stuff on Long Island for his stomach. Um, New York has like really good um, doctors. So... I, I guess he was doing some shit about his stomach. That's cool. Hope he figures it out. Dude is huge, dude. Dude brought in, like, I, like, dude, like, it's one thing to be big, but then I guess it's another thing to be so big and then, like, know he has technique. It's like, it's, you have, like, an aura, dude. Like, you just know that this guy isn't, like, a, a big lug. Like, he's fucking talented. And you're like, wow. I don't know how else to explain it. He, it was, it was so funny, like seeing Jason interacting with Gordon, because like, I feel like Jason, uh, sort of like just bullies everyone in the gym, like in a funny way, like in a coach type of way. But when Gordon's around, he's like, yes, Gordon. <laughs> no, I'm joking, Jason. Don't kill me. This is why he tears my soul out whenever we fucking roll because I'm always messing with him. I'm always posting videos of him like I'm always just fucking with him. <laughs> One time he was lifting weights in uh, Henzo in Brooklyn and like he was putting like a weight close to his like mouth or whatever close to his head and uh, he was doing like a kettlebell uh, bench press off of the floor but with one hand. So I was at an angle where I changed the weight like I, I took a video and replaced the weight with a eggplant like on my phone. <laughs> so it looked like he was doing reps of an eggplant going into his mouth. And I didn't even really know him at the time. He said, I thought we were cool. I thought we were mad cool by that time. He was like, I didn't even fucking know you when you were doing that. I'm like, yo, bro, relax. It's cool. We're cool now. We're cool now. But um, but yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, what else? 
<laughs> so uh, Gordon came in and uh, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to see. Uh, he he got to roll. He dude, he rolled with Calistine. People say they have beef online or whatever the fuck. Gordon's the nicest guy in person. I don't know what your opinion is about the guy if you don't even fucking know him, but like his internet persona or whatever, if that's what you're judging him on, you should really meet the guy in person. Like he was really nice, really helpful to all of us. And he rolled with a bunch of us. I didn't get to roll with him, but uh, I was watching a lot. I was just watching a lot of his rolls. I didn't feel like it would be good. Like it wouldn't be justified. Like I hate when people do this shit when like you have a visitor and they sit out the whole time and then they like four rolls in they want to roll with the visitor or whatever like nah i wasn't gonna do that like if he would have asked me to roll of course i would have rolled but i wasn't gonna ask him to roll when i was just sitting out watching him the whole time um i feel like that would have been rude but i was watching him he rolled with ronin he rolled with uh not Rao. uh he rolled with calistine like twice that was a fucking sick match to watch very technical um he rolled with Gary. Gary loves rolling with him. And then, uh, yeah, we uh, we were just hanging out, like talking technique after. Like every single technique question we had, he answered. It was nuts, dude. Like what a great guy. Like he didn't have to do that. He could have just brushed this all off and been like, nah. Like, but it's cool being a part of a team, being part of Henzo's like, and that is a pro grappler right there. That that's somebody he he fucking makes his money off of grappling. He's able to support his family off of grappling. Like that's a pro grappler right there. And he was like it was like balling with fucking Michael Jordan, like the best no gi grappler alive, and he's there in our gym, on our mats, training like I had huge fourth stringer energy right there. Um hold on. My fucking camera keeps being gay. Hello, Mr. Camera. And we're back. Um, so, yeah. Um, he was in there. He was training with us. Was like, balling with Michael Jordan. Uh, what else? It was pretty fun. Uh, <laughs> one of the funniest things. So, he's trying to teach us technique and stuff. And I wish I could focus more. But, like... I, the only thing that I remembered from the body lock part of the uh, what he was teaching us was the initial suck. It was something to do with like taking a, um, a body lock on somebody, putting your knee uh, close to their hip, and then like scooching your knee back for a second to hit them with the initial suck to suck their hips into you while you're body locking them dude i was saying the initial suck the whole fucking day it was so fucking funny um <laughs> but yeah uh what else uh it was pretty fun he can't you know it was really fucking dumb. <laughs> fucking anthony we're in the locker room and gordon ryan uh like throws away his clothes and then he was gonna give them to like nick and nick is like nah i'm good and then anthony anthony goes oh i'll take it <laughs> how are you gonna take a man's dirty ass clothes and it has his name all over it it says like king ryan <laughs> or whatever that's so gross dude is it gonna make you bad i swear to god if he comes in wearing that tomorrow i'm gonna fucking roast him that's so fun i'll roast him on the fourth stringers page so y'all can see it but dude that's so fucking funny 
Um, and then he's trying to justify it. He's like, well, you've taken rash guards from other people and stuff. And we're like, yeah, but it hasn't been dirty. It's like somebody cleaned it and gave it to us. Like this was literally like in the trash can and you picked it up. <laughs> now you're taking it home. <laughs> Damn it, Anthony. Um, <laughs> what else? What else is going on? Um, I gotta fly down to fucking Florida for Sapatero. Uh, I'm gay. Um, I don't know. This is a good podcast so far. Um, there's really nothing else to say. I was thinking about doing one with Frank and Vinny and Danny soon, so that'd be cool. Uh, maybe get some more guests on here. Um, but yeah, uh, it's been fun, uh, doing this journey. So I hope you guys stay tuned in. I'll let you guys know how the match goes after I have it. I'll probably do another podcast then. And, um, yeah, big things coming up. Uh, DM me if you want any gear, like for Ford Stringer, Ford Stringer gear. It's 55 for the Rashies, 40 for the Shorts. Uh, we only have gold, teal, and pink left. All the gay rash guards are sold out. Sorry about that. Um, what else? Damn, there was probably so much more I was going to talk about. But the room's been crazy. We have a lot of consistent, uh, high-level grapplers coming into our, uh, academy. I feel like it's turning into, like, the new Henzos. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, all right, I'll see you guys. I gotta head out. I gotta go train. Love you. Done. Da 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 da. Done. Da 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 da.